Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning, everyone. Great morning, high achieving preneurs. Happy Marvelous Monday. Welcome to the call. Well, we're going to jump right into our topic for today. So today's topic was actually inspired by an article that I read on NPR.org. It was in regards to entrepreneurship. And it was stating that according to the U.S. Census Bureau, 5.4 million new business applications were filed in 2021, which surpassed the record that was set in 2020, which was 4.4 million. And this, this surge in entrepreneurship is great news, right? Because as small businesses and entrepreneurship, all of this is the backbone of our economy. And uh, one of the things that was noted in the article that, well, uh, that was that, <laughs> that new applications following the Great Recession, there was no surge. In 2019, the year before COVID, there were 3.5 million as opposed to new business applications of 5.4 million that was filed in 2021. And we know that some lost their jobs due to the pandemic and decided to become self-employed. And then others just walked away from their careers and kind of figured out that there was no better time to follow their dreams than to become an entrepreneur. Okay? So with that as a backdrop, that brings me to our topic. The title of our um, talk is The Entrepreneur. And so now we've covered this topic many times on other episodes, but this time we're going to break down entrepreneur, the word entrepreneur, E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. And over the coming weeks, we're going to discuss the each letter of entrepreneur. And we're going to discuss why is this the best time to embark upon a new venture? What does the Bible say about entrepreneurship? What does it look like for those of us who are believers? And are there examples that we can follow in the scriptures? Yes, there are. So I'm very excited, honestly. I was very excited about the article and because I feel like there are a lot of opportunities and this is, in fact, the best time to to venture off into, you know, a new endeavor as entrepreneurship. We both, Coach Joyce and I both love entrepreneurship. And so that's why I was very, very excited about it. So let's just get started with the letter E in entrepreneur. So it stands for entrepreneur. (laughs) Uh, Entrepreneur is a French word that was coined by the economist Jean-Baptiste Say from the word Entreprend, right. I did not know that, which is translated as undertaker, not undertaker like the funeral home, but an undertaker or adventurer, meaning one who seeks opportunities for profit and by doing so creates new markets and fresh opportunities. One who creates and runs a new business for profit by selling products and services. 
They're usually self-motivated and willing to work hard to do whatever is necessary to get their businesses off the ground and running. I remember my first entrepreneurial endeavor, and I've mentioned this before, um, I was very young, like nine or ten years old. I sold snacks, popcorn balls, ice pops, as they call them, uh, and candies to the neighborhood kids before and after school. And I basically just put a sign in the window and, you know, with my operating hours, which was before and after school, and boom, I was an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur was born. I was in business, right? Well, those were simpler times. Uh, it's not so simple now. Um, but And the reason that I was so excited about this topic is because, you know, a lot of people, and, and th- although this is very exciting, as I said, but a lot of people don't talk about all of the stuff, right, that goes with entrepreneurship. Because as an entrepreneur, you must be willing to face some lean times, especially in the beginning. And it takes a while for the business to become profitable. And the main point I want to get across is that entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. It can be lonely. And there are times, you know, there there's highs and lows and hills and valleys. It requires courage. It requires the ability to rise to the occasion. It requires initiative, innovation, motivation, sacrifice, patience, all of that stuff. And it can be hard. And if you're not careful, entrepreneurship can become detrimental to one's spiritual life. If the entrepreneur is serving mammon rather than God, guess what happens? God does not like that, right? Uh, Luke 16.13 says, No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And what happens is that some entrepreneurs can become so immersed in their work, they neglect their family, their friends, their health, and the Lord. And that's when it becomes a problem. That's when entrepreneurship or your business or your endeavor becomes an idol. And an idol means a noun, person, place, thing, or thought. Anything that takes our total total focus for an extended period of time can actually shift things out of balance and things it has become an idol. And my point is that it's imperative that we as Christian entrepreneurs, believing entrepreneurs, um, however you want to title it, it's important that we keep our priorities in check. Because guess what? The Lord does not tolerate idols. He has a non-negotiable, non-compete clause in Exodus 20 and 3, because it says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Right? Now, not everything, every, not everybody's going to be an entrepreneur. Adam wasn't an entrepreneur. However, the first thing that God did when he created Adam was give him a job. In Genesis 2 and 15, it says, And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and, keep, and to keep it. And so we're created to work. 
to use our minds and our hands and to subdue the world and rule over it, according to Genesis 1.28. And it says, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Now, are there certain principles that we're to govern ourselves accordingly by? I didn't say that quite right, but are there certain principles that separate us as believers running a business, an enterprise, things that separate us from the world? Yes, there are. There are some biblical guidelines and key principles that set us apart, right? And so I believe now, there are many, okay? Let me just say that. There are many. However, we only have time to cover these three E principles, okay? One, excellence. Paul said, this is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. That's in Titus 3.8. So when we commit ourselves to the pursuit of excellence, God and his word are exalted. Number two, exemplary. If our businesses are to be recognized as exemplary, one whose goal is to glorify God through a commitment to excellence and his service, and products, it must always honor God and be thoroughly aware of its role and mission in a pagan world. God has called us to be his witness to the lost world in which we do business. So exemplary. And the last E is extraordinary. Okay. There's a book entitled The Four Dimensions of Extraordinary Leadership. The Power of Leading from Your Heart, Soul, Mind, and Strength. The Secrets to Extraordinary Leadership Found in the Great Commandment. The author Jenny Catron, I believe that's how it's pronounced, she unpacks these four essential aspects of growing more influential as an extraordinary leader. Your heart for relational leadership, your soul for spiritual leadership, your mind for managerial leadership, and your strength for visionary leadership. And she unpacks this concept using, again, like I said, the great command, the greatest command of Jesus in Mark 12 and 30. And it says, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And she says that leadership is a life of service and that we should pour into the lives of those you lead more than expect them to serve you. So in closing, remember that in all things, Christ should be the model for our business. Well, I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. And don't forget, go to wisdominspired.net where you can find all of the links to the other platforms, listen to the previous episodes, subscribe, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community and how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching, 
send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us on the line next time, same time, same place, same station, with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.